Hello, everyone. Hi, you're listening to Talking in the Rain. I am your host, Saira Unju. And that bop you just heard in the intro is the beginning to a song called Suit of Tight by this episode guests, Slightest Clue. They're a Vancouver-based post-punk, garage rock, dark pop band, but they're going to make junk music a thing. And you have to listen to this episode to find out what I mean. I am joined by all four members, Malcolm, Hannah, Sean, and Nick. This episode was very loose. We started talking about the band, how everyone got involved, you know, the usual thing. We talked about their creation process, the songs they're currently listening to, and what song is forever etched into their brain. (laughs) But we also ended up talking about musicals, Stranger Things, and physics. So give this episode a listen to find out how we got there. Also, while you're at it, check out the band's Instagram at Slightest Clue to keep updated with their upcoming shows, what they're releasing next, and also how to vote for Malcolm's next tattoo. So we had a blast recording this episode and I hope you have fun listening to it. Enjoy. Okay. Well, hi guys. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Welcome. Thank you for being here. Uh, Let's start off with some introductions, shall we? Uh, Can we go around telling everyone your name, your role in the band, and also maybe your current music obsession? Who or what are you listening to? sweet uh, let's go let's go and order uh youngest to oldest i think i might be the youngest because i'm august 97 mm. yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 okay uh i'm hannah i play bass in slightest clue and i also sing and in terms of current musical obsession i just made this gym playlist that i'm really obsessed with and it's just called hammer emoji smash because I like to throw things into the ground at the gym. Like I like to pick up a medicine ball and slam it really hard in the ground. And on there is some really good smash tunes, like uh, I Disagree by Poppy, and just like a lot of like early Paramore, um, and some Blackpink, you know, some K-pop, some angry, angry K-pop. Uh, so anyway, just girls uh, throwing shit around. It's like that Avril Lavigne clip. She's like, yeah, I, you could say I have some punk characteristics. I like to get my anger out. I like to throw shit around. Um, anyway, that's kind of where I'm at musically right nice. now. We love around. feminine rage. Nice. Uh, well, I guess... The next youngest would be me. Uh, I'm Sean. I play lead guitar in Slice Clue. And um, currently I've been really obsessed with this Norwegian band called Pom Poco. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Malcolm like suggested it to me. And then I was away on a trip with one of my friends and we listened to it for the first time together. Listen to like the album and then every single day, the next day, we'd listen to it again and again and again and again. I just like fell in love with it i i don't even know how to describe it danger baby um, danger baby is yeah. it rock is it rock it's and like rock? i don't know it's categorized as like a math rock post-punk I, like pretty wild stuff pretty yeah. wild stuff yeah yeah you just have it's just like all over the place and then you have this insane like female singer who just mm-hmm. like uh hitting notes that i can't even like imagine in my head <laughs> like, like oh that that, that could be i never tough. would have imagined that note what? <laughs> what it goes that high but yeah that's uh 
amazing yeah 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 oh yeah um my name is malcolm uh my friends and family call me mac uh i play rhythm guitar and i sing in slightest clue um my musical obsessions lately uh, have been like just a couple bands this one particular band called unwound i've been really loving they i think are on a label in seattle i think it's based out of washington called kill rock stars and i've just been really obsessed um with this record leaves turn inside you um it's like this really cool art rock kind of record and uh the guitarist uh justin just it i heard it and there's just so many lines and crazy chord shapes and stuff uh, that he uses that is just like one-to-one what I want to do. <laughs> so I've just been really obsessing uh, over his work and like focusing and like really listening to all these guitar parts because the chords and the bass playing and everything is just so money. Um, so that's been an obsession of mine lately. Yeah. Nice. And then um, uh, my name's Nick. I play the drums. Um, I've been obsessed with this group uh, I think they're a two-person, uh, they're a duo called Maribu State. It's like spelt caribou, but replaced the C with an M. And um, they have an album called Kingdoms in Color, which uh, front to back, love it so much. And then besides that, my girlfriend just went to go see, I don't know how to pronounce this, Samia. S-A-M-I-A. Kind of like an indie rock female artist. She has a song called Charm You, which is like, like it's just really pleasant to listen to i mean it's like dg the whole the whole way through but it's like she's got a nice <laughs> she's got a great voice and it's like got a really catchy melody so it's like i, I don't know I, and she, some of her other songs are really really nice as well so nice i love that so mm-hmm. cool little window into what you guys like <laughs> um okay so uh, macam you started mm-hmm. slightest clue as a solo project in montreal mm-hmm. uh first question where did the name come from a slightest clue um came from coming home from a trip uh and me and my roommate at the time uh I was just really complaining that I couldn't figure out what to call it I had a lot of these songs kind of already written uh and band names are just so hard and there's like a million reasons to judge them um so we just ended up putting my name uh into like a rhyme dictionary thing like a sound alike and we went down the list and then it, like malcolm mclaren and then like something is karen and falcons are caring and just like you know things weren't coming up uh that we liked and then we put my uh roommate's name in and uh, his name was simon new and then slightest clue came up um and then from there we kind of just started chatting about that one more because because it was kind of like the antithesis of like committing to a name (laughs) and it felt like like a bit of an artistic freedom for at least me sonically to not feel like that's like a metal band or anything like that slightest clue can be literally anything um and I looked it up and these days, like your favorite uh, band names, there's usually 12 of them already on Spotify. Like anytime I had a name, I would look it up and I'd be like, oh, there's like already 16 profiles with this name. Like I don't want to compete. Um, so when we put in slightest clue, there's like no, there's no businesses. There's no anything on the internet about it besides the saying, like, I don't have the slightest clue, like what I'm talking about or what I'm thinking so I just kind of really wanted to commit to it for that reason, too, where I was just like, you know what, if you look us up, like, eventually we'll be, you know, you can find us really yeah. easily. 
and then we kind of de I developed more of an artistic meaning out of it from there. But it really kind of came from like a Wu Tang Clan name generator style thing, <laughs> <laughs> just rhyme alike with Simon New, and then Slightest Clue came out. When I was trying to find a name for my podcast, I did that too. I was like, mm -hmm. "What could it be?" And then, yeah, nothing worked. Mm -hmm. um, but glad it worked out for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's tough. It's only going to get tougher because it's uh, it's so accessible. You know, everybody can can start and and make music and put it up on the internet, and that's kind of a beautiful thing. But that just means that there's so many more ideas flowing and crossing each other all the time. So yeah, it's hard to stand out sometimes. You know. Also, there are like no rules to what you can call your band now. Yeah. Like you're like ripped jeans, band name. And then <laughs> totally. <Yeah. laughs> One of my favorite bands is just called Dry Cleaning. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and, I love uh, that. Um, just nouns. Yeah. Have you guys thought something? of any good band names recently? Anyone come up with anything fired? Mm -hmm. I thought I had a list somewhere in here. Yeah. I so thought of. Oh, multi-car pile-up a while ago it's a really <laughs> fire bit multi-car pile-up pile that sounds metal i love that yeah <laughs> it does i associate genres all the time as soon as i hear names yeah. oh yeah i i liked that i came up with this name of like um taking the word zebras and splitting it into two and calling it zebras like a french person <laughs> would pronounce the word the with like z Zebra. And then and then bros like bros, so it's like zebras. <laughs> the bros. <laughs> All for <I'll> say. <laughs> I that. Yeah, that's funny. How about you, Sean? You got some ideas? Oh God, no, no. <laughs> I don't know. As soon as uh, you know, Malcolm came up with slides close. It's like I don't have to worry about that anymore. <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's just not the, yeah. yeah 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 i mean it is a good name yeah um, yeah so how did the four of you get together then what was that like 2019 i would say um no 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 it was 2021 2021 well, i that's true yeah. it's evolved this slowly. lineup this lineup came together in 2021 but um mm -hmm. i met Malcolm because at the time I was dating a friend of his a former roommate of his in Vancouver mm -hmm. um and he had known Malcolm in Montreal and Malcolm was going back home to Vancouver for the summer mm -hmm. uh and had made a whole album in his bedroom in Montreal and needed a band and had asked his friend do you know any bass players he's like yeah I know a girl who plays bass <laughs> um and I was the girl who knew how to play bass and Malcolm sent me a zip file of this uh, via email of this entire album he'd made by himself in Montreal. I was like, this is actually kind of fire. Um, I, there's parts of this I really like. Uh, and then, yeah, I met Malcolm and yeah. I think they're like, yeah, like first time we met. Yeah. We're like, went to some show or something and your skateboard and I don't That's know. Right. Um, yeah. 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 I think I was wearing you... like a tie that night or something. And then I knew Nick from uh from UBC. Mm -hmm. Um Nick was one of the first people I met at UBC. Um when I transferred yeah. there in 2018 and I'd always really admired Nick's drumming. I was like first time I saw Nick play like with his other band, I was like Jesus. I was like 
I think that's my favorite drummer in Vancouver. And now I just have the no. privilege of playing with my favorite drummer in Vancouver. You know, no, no. We, we eventually got him yes, in there. Yes. I, yeah, yeah, we eventually yeah, got yeah, him in did. there. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. we did. It took a minute. <laughs> yeah, and I've known Sean since I was, what, maybe we were 13 when 13? we met. 13? Yeah. And, we, and like in high school, we'd like jam a couple of times mm -hmm. just doing whatever. And mm -hmm. then. Like I, yeah, yeah. And then I remember like. Yeah, 2018, 2019, like, you know, Malcolm and I were kind of doing separate things. I remember we went to the gym together. I have this distinct memory where, like, I was like, dude, like, if you need me, like, part of your project or, or whatever, like, dude, I am a free agent. Yeah, and, well, that's right. Here we are. Yeah, that was, like, right when me and Hannah were exchanging emails. Yeah, yeah. I remember because I was, like, having to go back to Montreal that I was like, ah, oh, I don't want to. Hmm. form and then have to like disband and you know right away it was kind of a, a bummer thing to do but then we started playing and and it clicked because there was there was even a version of the band in, in Montreal and those guys were super super nice but it didn't feel the same as this unit and that sort of comfortability like I feel like the ethos has always been like getting along is more important um, everybody's crazy wild talented too that's awesome but it's really like can you spend time and and get along and there's no you know egos or anything like that and that's like actual i think longevity comes from that with a band so yeah so lucky you guys might must spend a lot of time together right yeah <laughs> definitely yeah we yeah. we should yeah. uh we should shout out elias he was the original yeah. drummer in vancouver before me yeah. my buddy elias rieger played with us for maybe like a year and a half or so and eventually yeah had to had to back away for a couple different reasons. No, no harm, no foul. No, no. Totally, just had just totally, totally amicable. And I was like, Nick, <laughs> Nick, Nick, it Nick was like we need perfect. you. Just, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think Elias messaged even messaged me. Hey, do you want to replace me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think like yeah, Elias wanted to do it like very tactfully and very you know like with like just care, you know, because um, mm -hmm. that's the kind of person he is. And so I think I do even remember talking with Elias about that because I think we were like living together at the time, mm -hmm. and he even was like, "Nick's the perfect rubber for you," guys. Mm. <laughs> you know, and like nice. we all were like slowly making moves like. Yeah, like well Nick uh, at one point um Elias we played a uh like a live stream show uh at UBC for blank vinyl nice. and Elias <sighs> got sick and he couldn't play and this was like deep lockdown this is like spring of 2021 you know oh, um actually like actually lockdown. actually I remember this was October 2020 oh shit okay Whoa. yeah no it was like it was so yeah. it was really deep deep lockdown and yeah. so i was like nick and i had been we were like in school together and so like we were close we like during the pandemic like texted like every day for a while there and i was like nick like we need you today to <laughs> learn three songs yeah with us can you do it can you learn three songs in like 12 hours <laughs> play them with us and uh, he did and it like and yeah. he did it and oh, yeah. he did it well and we were like we were all like okay we what? were like it wasn't 12 hours hannah it wasn't no, 12 it was hours like an hour like it was one hour, <laughs> one hour. Oh yeah. song, like three times he had an ipad and he learned the arrangements and even like the small quirks that change up the verses and was like 
writing it all down and counting it out. And it just blew my mind <laughs> that like an hour we were live and we played those three songs and it was like without a hitch. And like, I just want to toot Nick's horn that like he's carried that throughout our whole time together we, with uh, the previous EP and this one, he has done all of the drum parts alone to like no backtrack, none of us playing alongside him. So like, if you hear the music, uh, on Spotify, on wherever you stream music, like that's a guy in a void playing <laughs> to nothing, memorizing everything, including yeah. the energy needed to like propel the energy, the volume, the intonation, the yeah. flow. Yeah. Like, like literally, like even our producer for this most recent project, um, we were at Nick's family's house at one point. Like, we were recording stuff in his parents' basement. eating some spaghetti. That's and right. then, you know, Karen and Tom invited us upstairs, you know, the producer and ex-girlfriend and me, and we all had family dinner. And and our producer was like, your guys' son is incredible. I've never seen someone, like, usually you have to record some scratch tracks for people to play along to, right? <laughs> um, they won't be the final version, like, you'll re-record the guitars or whatever, it's just people know where they are in the song. And Nick's like, no, just give me the click, like, give me the, uh, <laughs> like, just give me the metronome. Yeah. and i'll play oh the God. entire song front it's to back not like head. punching in at different points just like entire song i don't <laughs> like, know yeah, yeah I, he's I built I, different what can we say yeah. he's just built different we're really lucky yeah i i don't know like i'll just quickly speak to that and because i don't want this whole thing to be about me but i i think it comes from when i was younger i would play songs front to back and as soon as i made the slightest mistake I would restart the song and I would not stop until I did the full song start to end like perfectly. And I, I don't oh know, it was like God. this perfectionist like thing as a kid. And I guess that's carried over, but I don't know. It's yeah. Just, you know, I, I grew up uh, playing the piano, but then I, on the opposite side of the spectrum, would quit as soon as I made it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Which I think is probably why now I don't even remember how to play it. <laughs> you just rage quit. Just yeah, rage quit. Just be done. I honestly that I feel that too. Like I I was a really I did take guitar lessons and I was a really bad student. I would I would phone it in. I would never practice and we were always playing. You know I was always learning somebody else's songs and then eventually when I wanted to write my own stuff I just realized I just sucked it was so hard <laughs> <laughs> and then that's the only thing that like lit a fire under my ass to be like okay if you want to do this you have to get better at playing and that only came from writing my own stuff you know and then realizing oh I can't just like loop it in logic you know I can't nail it for four bars and then just like copy and paste you have to nail it from beginning to end. Uh, and that's just been a big learning curve. Like I didn't learn how to sing and play until I was like 21, 22 years old. Uh, yeah. and six now. So, yeah. Yeah. When we were emailing before today, uh, Nick said that you like to stretch what you can call a chord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 That, that was like uh, my, the first time I just learned anything beyond like, power chords and just like open chords down at the bottom of the neck i was like listening to king cruel when i was 15 and it just introduced me to like all these wonky chord shapes major sevens and minor sevens and just sort of like extended things and uh i would play this game with my teacher where i would just put my hand in a weird position on the neck 
and then just play the play the guitar and then he would tell me he's like oh yeah that's an f minor 11 sharp 13 and it doesn't mean anything to me but just noting like what the shape sounds like and then i would move that shape all around the neck and just seeing maybe where the dots connect and that's generally like where a lot of slightest clue songs start for me is it's gotta just be start with a weird shape and then use my database of other shapes just to see if we can glue something that feels good kind of together but i always want the chords to be unorthodox and then hopefully the vocals can be catchy you know to sort mm-hmm. of recontextualize something that might be weird and then try to make it hooky um with a vote like a poppier vocal on top you know some of the first like taglines for slightest clue were like malcolm would throw around jazz and punk a lot uh yeah. and so like for a long time we like our only real bio was like we make junk music um <laughs> like jazz punk music yeah and so like, we we're like kind of like joking like we're a junk band like <laughs> yeah. for a while like thinking that might catch on um, inventing a new genre bro hey, yeah we were like we're yeah it's it's junk music um but maybe, maybe we can come back to that and actually make it catch on instead of just sounding like we're a shit band oh that's real music (laughs) yeah that's a little catch but i feel like i feel like you you can do it i believe it (laughs) (laughs) yeah so sean you're the lead guitarist right yeah and then hannah besides the bass you also play guitar yeah guitar was my uh i i played guitar before i ever played bass um and so yeah for one song in the set we do switch it up because sean wrote this nasty bass line that i absolutely could not sing and play uh there's no way i could play the just fine bass line and also carry that yeah so yeah we switch it up um yeah but Yeah. yeah I'll leave the guitar playing to Sean for the most part because, like, my God, I cannot play like that. <laughs> I'll kind of add on to what uh, Malcolm was saying about just his unorthodox, like, way of creating chord shapes and stuff. Like, writing on top of that, for me, it's almost <laughs> impossible sometimes. Because <laughs> it's like, I- I'm constantly, with every, like, new song that we, we like, we create, it's just like, what, what key is this? Like, or the key is changing, and I'm like... Uh, I'm like I guess for, the, for most of my life I've been like I I've been like trained in a key or just like in that's, the how, box, that's how most songs go box. yeah that's how most songs are and then I I just like how experimental I can be and just like think outside the box it forces me to think outside the box because thinking inside the box just doesn't work <laughs> um yeah you do yeah. a great job at it though thanks man you do you make my weird shit catchy. <laughs> <laughs> There, ne- there, there uh, needs there needs to be some catchy element otherwise it's like too weird and then like too weird it's, yeah it's harder to reach an audience like you know yeah no yeah that's true so what's the creation process is like for you and usually you can also talk specifically about suit uptight since that is your uh latest release but yeah tell me a little about that i mean talk about suit uptight um that riff the little like thing uh at the beginning that was like in the locker since elias was drumming in the band but wasn't really a song ever and i don't think it really became one until this one particular jam i think sean was was out of town at the time and it was just me nick and hannah in the room and it was like can we just like can we just noodle on this riff 
and then like see if there's like a verse there or anything like that um mm-hmm. and i think that was kind of like one of the first times that it it came from a jam and then generally i'll go home listening to whatever the iphone recording was and then just take the bits that felt clear like this is a verse section or this is a chorus or something like that and then just kind of yeah whatever programming drums the way i used to you know in my bedroom since the beginning since 2014 or whatever and then that one kind of bringing back to the room and then we all chop it up delete things add things change things and kind of like talk about what's good what's bad nothing's nothing is ever sacred you know Mm -hmm. Uh, generally if i'm bringing like a demo or like a recording to the gang it's like it's okay there's like three other ones even if we don't like this one you know like i I don't ever want to force anyone to do things that that doesn't resonate at all Mm -hmm. you know have you guys um started working on a song and just like completely scratched it because it wasn't working out hmm i don't know if we have actually I mean, suit up tight was almost one of those songs. Yeah, uh, for a while, uh, for a while, yeah, it just like, it was a complete song where I guess it was just like missing some things or just like a, a lot of fat had to be trimmed and like mm-hmm. at the time it w- it wasn't really clicking what we needed to do and so we're just like uh, feeling kind of eh on the song. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know if we I don't know if we've yeah. ever scrapped one entirely, no. but we've definitely like made a lot of changes to songs. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. and so i saw that on your instagram uh baby jade was the first song you've worked on as a full band mm-hmm. uh, if i'm not mistaken so comparing that to your latest one suit up tight how much would you say the the creation process and working together has changed or improved we're just so much better musicians <laughs> i think in a lot of ways i like um first of all baby jade uh nick by the time we put it out nick was playing with us but nick doesn't actually play on that track those are actually electronic drums um and so if you listen real closely you kind of noticed some kind of like canniness to them um and so (laughs) nick was very patient with us it took like a year of playing together before we put out songs that nick actually played drums on (laughs) things that we'd recorded that had like midi you know electronic drums on them um and like i remember you know like i've only improved as a bass player playing with slightest clue and the baby jade bass line is hard it's (laughs) it's a tricky little line and it took me so many takes just to get eight bars that were like acceptable (laughs) that we liked and then we copied and pasted it across the entire track i think i literally did it perfectly like once and i threw a slide in there that i didn't even understand how i did it or what oh, had happened I remember that. and then we're like wait that's actually pretty good no, i'm like guys i can't that? keep going yeah. i'm like please copy and paste it across yeah. the entire song i'm exhausted i was and now and now you play that baseline no problem yeah, yeah well, totally like issue, i just yeah. i've done it so many times it took me forever to like learn how to play the baseline in the second verse and also sing that harmony at the same yeah. time oh that was hard that's like patting your head and rubbing your stomach at the same time it's just it's a drag um but no I think you know now we're just really confident as players and I think that there at this point most certainly there's something about playing together that is greater than the sum of all of our parts you know and I think like in the very beginning we were still like very much in our own lanes and like you know those kind of things but now together there is something even greater in just terms of our ability to just understand each other mm-hmm. and like very quickly 
come to just creative choices that we all love. And I think that's really reflected on the next record, um, on the next EP and on these upcoming singles. It's just that like we get in the room and we're like, yeah, oh, wait, that's great. Like you mm-hmm. read my mind, you yeah, know, what yeah. I mean? whereas like a lot of times, like earlier stuff or even our first EP, we we're just throwing things at the wall and mm-hmm. see what stuck. And now it's like we throw darts at the wall and it's like, oh, bullseye. Nicely done. You know, <laughs> it's, oh, it's yeah. funny. Like we have two really, really new ones that we're working on right now. And like it's blown my mind, like how fast Sean has like come up with just like the stickiest hook leads. <laughs> over over it i was just like oh yep that's it that's perfect you know for both songs dude it, it's like my creative juices have been like stale for so long like oh. you know we've, we've been like practicing the same set and like i don't yeah. know it's the fact that we hadn't been working on new material for like a year and a bit mm-hmm. they were just it was just like ready to pop <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> ready to pop your creative juices you were crowning you were ready born. <laughs> you're like holding in you're holding it in so bad you just had to Lunching. let it out yeah, 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 bro, yeah. you gotta let the baby out you gotta <laughs> let it <push> on. <laughs> i wanted to add just like one little baby thing that i thought was kind of funny about the baseline for baby jade it came from a jam in my basement well we were kind of doing karaoke nights with just like tiny little circle, like two friends. And I was playing bass one night to the song Sweater Weather by, uh, oh my God, who's it by? <laughs> oh, uh, the Neighborhood. 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 Yeah, yeah. So just if anybody at home, uh, if you play the Baby Jade bass line, same exact key uh, over Sweater Weather, it's the same. It'll, it'll fit. <laughs> and then I just was like, man, this baseline kind of moves. Like, I just want to do something with just the baseline. And then Baby Jade came from that. But thank you, Sweater Weather. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Shout out to Sweater Weather. <laughs> so, Malcolm, you're getting a tattoo. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we did it. I tell you. Congratulations, uh, by the like- way. <laughs> I checked it yesterday, and so far the bomb is in the lead. You want to explain what we did, since our audience may not know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We did. Um, we get a lot of these ideas just for like streaming goals, just to hopefully make people engaged. And usually that means putting something on the line. Like in the past, like I've slim shaded myself, which is just like shaving my head and dyeing my hair blonde. If we got like a certain number of streams, is in, that like, why your hair is blonde? Yeah, yeah. Oh it basically God. was the catalyst for that. Um. <laughs> And then I was like, I love being blonde, and I've just been continuing to dye it ever since. Um, it looks good. Thank you, thank you. So like now with this one, we were like, if we can get twenty five hundred uh, in a week, um, you can pick the next tattoo I get. And Hannah was uh, smart to like pick this local artist who had like these really great flash tattoos that all also happen to be like thematic with lyrics we we use all over the EP. Um, and so yeah, we just like picked i picked like a couple that i liked um and then fans can totally vote link in link in the bio all that to pick what the next one is i like them so much that i would actually like consider getting two at once <laughs> nice <laughs> when is voting open until well maybe for another another week or so um okay. i'll keep putting the link in the instagram stories and stuff sounds good and then because yeah the artist availability was sometime in october for us to get that done so yeah makes sense yeah. So, uh, what's up with you guys? Why aren't the rest of the band getting tattoos? 
Hannah's I got one. A, I got a tattoo for uh for just fine uh like our first single off the old EP. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we got, I think it was like five thousand in two weeks. I was like, I'll get a just fine themed tattoo, and yeah. so I did. I got this little skeleton here, which mm. is like the um the album art of Just Fine is like a painting of a skeleton, like in a little prayer hands situation along with this dice is also on the album cover um and so i just got like a realism uh tattoo of that and it fits really nicely right there so um yeah that's a that was a treat i mean you know once again like we like kind of like you know present these like streaming goals as we're like pushing the envelope you know what i Mm. mean but like really it's always stuff that we want to do uh, <laughs> it's just the reason just, just justifying it do it, yeah. it it sounds really outrageous yeah. um and you know what it gets the people going mm-hmm. and that's what we're trying to do is just like find a way to align like things that we want to do with ways that our audience can feel connected to us and ways mm-hmm. that they can feel like they're involved and they're making a difference and that they're part of this like story that is slightest clue. Yeah. And so it like allows us to do things like certain fun things that maybe others wouldn't do. And it gets people involved as part of like our family as slightest clue. And it also like admittedly is like very helpful for this algorithmic age we live in, you know, to like have that high level of engagement. Like we take ourselves pretty seriously. Sometimes we're also not very serious in other ways, but like we know that like it takes a certain amount of effort and engagement and there's a science behind these numbers and yeah. it can activate our, you know, our fans into feeling like they're helping us and they're helping us make a difference, you know, like in that then everyone wins really so yeah exactly also I feel like so I personally am a big musical theater nerd and mm-hmm. that's all I used to listen to up until like a couple years ago um and then I was introduced to the Vancouver music scene and <laughs> my life has changed now <laughs> and, um, a great thing about listening to local bands is that you guys play so many gigs i mean not just you as slightest clue but like local bands and yeah. so it's great i mean you get to go to so many concerts it's amazing talking about gigs what do you have coming up we have a gig oh, tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah september so 24th we will have already done it by the time asus comes out yeah but yeah you know i assume we'll we would have uh crushed it <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Don, you stage dived. It was amazing. I staged up. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Melton got dive. naked. It was pretty yeah. nice. <laughs> if you weren't there, you missed it. Exactly. The Avengers were there. <laughs> yeah, and then our our next one uh, will be the following weekend on the thirtieth at Wise Hall. Yeah, and yeah. then you have, I think at least two more shows you posted about right? oh, yeah. in october? october 4th at green auto again and then october 7th at red gate with lunchtime band for to celebrate one of their releases and nice. our, our buddies cat larceny um who are absolute sweethearts um yeah and then you know more throughout the fall so stay tuned yeah. Um, yeah. yeah like like slight asterisks like I, I have to do it like Nick and I are also like total musical theater nerds I was I was listening to Jesus Christ Superstar on the bus yesterday <laughs> in full um yeah. so anyway uh but yes we also do gigs <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah oh, my yeah. 
my sister used to do theater under the stars every summer in Stanley Park. Yeah. Yo, uh, that's dope. <laughs> my mom, my mom's the treasurer for that. So oh my god. I, I got to sit in the pit once and watch all the musicians play for an entire uh show. It was really cool. And um in high school, my sister was in a production of um Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. So my mom bought the uh, soundtrack on CD and for like an entire month, every ride to, uh, to school, she would give us like that. That's what we listened to. So like that whole soundtrack is like, you know, Joseph was taken to Egypt's in chains and sold. And it's, it's, just, it's, just, brain. it's just like it's stuck in my head, you know, like. Uh. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, my God. What song is etched into everyone else's brains? it's like you will never get it out oh man oh dude this song ever since childhood i've become so oh yeah Yeah. i I, like i was never even a lincoln park fan but like (laughs) i think like age two uh i was obsessed with the song song two by blur and the hook's just like oh yeah and that's uh that's in my dna <laughs> those are some yeah catchy bobs for sure we, had, we listened to a lot of van morrison in the car when i was really young we had like a lot of van morrison in the car and i was like a kid like you know like two three four five and i didn't really then like listen to van morrison for a long time and then i literally heard like not brown eyed girl but like uh, just like some other random Van Morrison song. Like I came on in a grocery store once and I'm like, why do I know all the words to this song? I was like, <laughs> nights. it was Wild Nights. And he's like, Woo-wee, Wild Nights calling. And I was like, what, what is what is taking over my body? Sure. <laughs> like, I was like, I, I'm like, I don't know this song, but I know every word and every like inflection and intonation. So that one's clicked into my brain for sure. Oh my God. Yeah. Are you guys lyrics listeners when you listen to music or more of a melody? Hannah. I am the lyrics girly. <laughs> I am I am the lyrics girly. I am a writer at heart. I definitely grew up on a lot of like Johnny Cash and classic country in my house. And so I knew as soon as I picked up a guitar and started learning music that so much music is truly the same three to four chords or progressions. And to me, in my ear, and my brain, the way that you can make that new and make that your own is through storytelling. And so that's really how I approach a lot of writing and music. The guys are definitely riff heavy, riff heavy guys. And so I think it all evens out, you know, where it's like, I can never write those riffs. Like, I don't write riffs. That's not (laughs) what I do. Um, But, you know, I can write some sick burns. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) This track, yeah. Yeah. It's a a good mix, though. You work well, then. Yeah. For me, as long as the lyrics aren't, like, really bad, then I will happily just listen to whatever lyrics I am given, but I'll pay a lot of attention to like when are they choosing to go to the chorus like what mm-hmm. did what are they throwing in a c section here or like you know is that that's the kind of stuff i like to pay attention to how about you sean i primarily just like listen to the guitars of like mm-hmm. whatever whatever song i'm listening to just like the melody of that or like whatever chords they're using i don't know it's uh the tone actually too mm-hmm. of the guitars i would just like i was taking note of um and yeah sometimes that like will make a break or break a song for me in a weird way i don't know 
Um, but yeah, definitely I'll listen to lyrics on maybe my like fourth listen <laughs> to a song. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I well, I personally don't listen to lyrics ever. Please don't get Hannah. Please don't be mad. <laughs> <laughs> totally, like to each their own. Music is a deeply personal experience. I can't come at anyone for how they experience music for real. I really, I listen to a lot of instrumental stuff as well. Oh. I, I really love that sort of music too. What are Art some... ambience king for real? <laughs> well, like that the artist I mentioned at the start, Maribu State, a lot of that album and like or uh Krungbin has like a lot of instrumental music. You know what? I like songs where there's maybe like four lyrics and it's like a it's like a haiku. So it's like a poem, you know? So it's like, ooh, uh most of this song was instrumental, but then they threw in a poem. So it it feels like more artsy to me. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it's the musical theater nerd in you that also kind of likes that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I'm just going to go back to your music for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, So you released Zipper in April, just recently Suit Up Tight in mid-September. Can we expect more songs this year? Um, What's in the future for Slightest Clue? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of nice. We've been storing up a lot of stuff like total is going to be five new songs for your ear holes. Um, The first one being suit up tight. We've got another single coming out November 2nd. Um, It's going to be the second one off the EP. Then we are going to have a third one coming out likely January, along with a music video that we're really, really excited to be dropping finally. Um, And then after that, two more new songs in February, and that's going to be the whole EP together as five songs, because it's been it's been a long time in the making, a lot of recording (laughs) Um, and spreading things out and trying to do this and market as properly as possible. But yeah, there's there's lots in the locker you know yeah i think the next song that's gonna be out uh when you wake up i like i think if i remember right was the right the first one that we wrote for this ep yeah that was like late summer fall winter of 2021 just thinking about what it's about and where like like my personal life timeline i I think it was around there um it's definitely been you know written for a while but it's all coming together in like a really cohesive project. And we're really excited about that. Our first EP, uh, you know, we recorded it, mixed it, got it back. We're like, this is so sick. This is so sick. Sat down with this guy who was helping us with marketing. He's like, so what's the story here? What's the narrative? And we're like, oh, it's the first five songs we liked. Yeah. <laughs> and so we were like, wait, I mean, we can, that's that's still a story. You know, it's a, for a band's first, you know, like, coming into their sound and things but we're like okay so the next one let's 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 like think about that as we put it together and so this one definitely has a bit more of a narrative um just a lot of stories about relationships and different types of love and falling in and out of you know love and affection um and just those things and a lot of our personal lives were kind of like all like taking different dips in different times with different relationships both like romantic and family and so it all kind of alchemized into a lot of this music and we're super stoked to put out a project that just really yeah is about you know everyone's story but also like the shared story so yeah 
Yeah. And just the love of the band, you know, like I, I kind of joke right now that like slightest clue is like the love of my life right now. You know, there's just, that's like where I'm at, you know, like that's the focus and that's uh, for me at least, but yeah. It was your passion. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's just, that's where it's at. You know, there's something else about, like we said earlier, we wouldn't want to play music with anyone else. You know, like we can also stand each other. And that's mm-hmm. so important. I yeah. you know like I wouldn't be making music with any other guys in the scenes. <laughs> nice. These are these are my guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just like no one comes close. So that's so anyway. cute. We're anyway. family. Oh, oh, my <laughs> Yo, shout out to the guys. <laughs> my guys. I often say, like, you know, these are my only friends in Vancouver. They're like, <laughs> they're like, okay, we have a show. Invite all your friends. I'm like, all my friends are gonna be there. <laughs> they're on the stage, duh. <laughs> Talking about shows, two questions. One. Are you planning on playing any of the unreleased music in your upcoming shows? Ooh. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's funny because oh, yeah. like some of these songs on the EP we've been playing for like a year live, and it's so nice to finally have them <laughs> be coming out. You know, like it's we've been sitting on the material for a long time, and now we're gonna finally have these five songs out, which have a lot of them at least have been included in the set, and now we're steadily writing new material so it's just kind of like another reset hopefully we can you know get the ball rolling and get the new new stuff ready to rip as yeah. well yeah. That's, i'm that's excited cool. for people to know the words and be able to like listen at <laughs> yeah. home long and then like be able to sing them back like sometime in the past year like something has really switched just in terms of maybe it's like the number of people that know who we are but like definitely for the last two songs in our set like just fine and look the way she goes like you can audibly hear people sing it back to you mm-hmm. and that has been something I never knew if that would be something I would experience in my lifetime and yeah. it's been really magical to like most sets be able to hear people sing your words back to you like it's, it's unlike anything else and I'm really excited for people to dig in to this new project and uh, if you know the words, just scream them, please. It's a collective shared experience. It's supposed to be so. We it's released a, a lyric video. Of That's true oh, for Suit Up Tight. So oh, yeah. easy for you to learn. <laughs> go, go look Subscribe at the lyrics. YouTube. <laughs> so actually, that video, well, behind the lyrics, there's yeah. a video of you guys uh, performing in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about that. How did you end up playing in Toronto? First out of town shows we've ever played were there. Like that was our our baby tour, two shows in Toronto. <laughs> but that's the first yes we've ever gotten. Like we've applied to so many festivals and so many grants, and we've just pretty much gotten no. <laughs> and so I remember getting finally like, yes, you've been selected, and just and just being like, we have to do this because it's just the the first time anybody's ever been we've been given the opportunity. So I just remember being so excited about that um yeah organizing the trip was a huge undertaking and just making sure everything was safe and good to go um but holy yeah it was it was a huge learning experience and there's a lot of value there in just being able to play in a strange city with new people and and kind of lose the safety net of like having your homies at every show you know Mm -hmm. I like that Yeah. yeah was it scary or more so 
like a good scary bad scary <laughs> good scary that's a, that's yeah. a great way to describe it actually is it's is it's like yeah you can't erase those nerves but if you don't use them um and and like use that as fuel then then you're just going to be like frozen you know totally it was yeah it was a really lovely experience um like on the plane ride out i kind of had this like aha moment and like I almost like tapped Malcolm on the shoulder because he was like sitting right in front of me, but I didn't because it was like the middle of the night. But I was I'm a Paramore nut, so I listened to the entire Paramore discography front to back because I when else you can have five hours to do that. And there's this one moment in this one song on self-titled, and like it's called like Grow Up, and at the end all these synths are just like swirling, and it's just 45 seconds of just the most gorgeous like swell of these synths. And I'm just sitting there in my airplane seats and I'm just like, I'm going to go play a show in Toronto. And I was like, I really want this. Mm -hmm. I, I, this is what I want to do. And I just had this like huge moment where I was like, I'm allowing myself to like really just be like, no, like this is what I wanted. And it was just this, I don't, it sounds very simple, but it was just like my brain was just like everything else like faded away and I, I almost like tapped Malcolm on the shoulders be like bro, bro I want this more than anything this is what I wanted like I want I really want that and I didn't and we never We're talked here. But, like, yeah <laughs> I no, like and, like, going now. and doing a show like going and like going to do that yeah. and like, traveling with the guys and just having it go so well I was like yeah actually um mm. I could do this for the rest of my life you know like this <laughs> <laughs> and it's cool that you're already I mean working towards that right <laughs> that's it that's that's all yeah. I want I'm just working a job uh not going to school just this is it baby Hell <laughs> yeah. it. I'm all in on on this shit right now <laughs> uh so was that how long were you in Toronto for a week for yeah one week yeah. yeah six or seven days yeah yeah, yeah so we you... kind of tried to have a vacation and like explore and then also you know, get, get gear and, and practice and stuff like that. So it ended up being, yeah, a lot, you know, some visiting some friends who came into town and trying to explore the city. And then, yeah, a lot of moving around, a lot of walking, got my a lot of walking oh 10k my. plus every day. Oh yeah. 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 Fun though. So fun. So fun. It was so fun. Yeah. Oh God. So question, because I don't know much about, <laughs> you know, being a musician <laughs> um, did you guys well for i guess everyone except for nick take your own guitars with you mm-hmm. and then nick what about the drums yeah usually when you play a show the there's going to be like a, a house kit there which like the venue owns the drum kit and then the drummer is just responsible for bringing their own cymbals mm-hmm. and snare drum most of the time uh because those are usually expensive things that are easy to break. So you don't want to be borrowing someone else's thousand dollar crash symbol and then smashing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I rented, uh, I rented my own stuff when we got there. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. And talking about drums, I did a little deep dive on all of your Instagram <laughs> in preparation for this. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Although Malcolm, I don't think you have one. Do you? No, I couldn't... Clue was yeah. personal and then I pivoted. I couldn't find you. But no. anyway, Nick, I saw on your profile you posted this picture where um you were holding your your sticks and your hand was bloody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so I'm assuming yeah. that happened while you were playing. <laughs> that was in uh, a show we played in Vancouver. 
um that whole post is like just a bunch of different venues that we played at for like a whole year and uh yeah there was like a blister like on my on my hand and then I guess it I cut it open while we were drumming and then I looked down and like my hands just kind of got blood all over the place pretty metal yeah oh yeah that show at bullies was something else we played at this place called bully studios in new west and we'd never played there we'd never played in new west and like the vibe was phenomenal we went in with zero expectations expectations on the floor and the crowd was nuts and we were kind of on fire that night (laughs) like we were kind of on one perhaps on two um and like like, yeah and we like walked away like we turned around after that set like i remember that we said we finished that set and then Mac just turns to me, takes me by the shoulders, goes, ah. <laughs> I was like, same man. And then Nick's yeah. like, my hand is bleeding. <laughs> that was really sick. That was so yeah. much fun. Yeah. yeah. And free parking. Free <laughs> parking. <laughs> it doesn't get any better than that. You didn't doesn't. have to think about it. Oh my God. No. <laughs> All right. Fun. I might have to like dip because I really need to take a shower and then we're going to rehearse in a bit. But you guys keep talking. Yeah, let's keep going. <laughs> Okay. All right, we'll see it. We'll see you in an hour. <laughs> yeah. We'll see you at practice, Anna. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sarah. This has been really great. Oh yeah, no, thanks for coming. All right. Have a nice show. <laughs> I can stay. Yeah. Um, I am loving this. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No, this is great. This is great. This is fun, yo. I got okay. the contact. I'm here. I'm chilling. Okay. I won't keep it too long though. Don't worry. No, um, yeah, I was going to ask, so Hannah's gone, but Malcolm, Sean, have you guys ever bled on stage? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I bled twice, and it was, like, from my bad, bad picking form. The first time was not even in a band. It was, like, musical improv, uh, where it was, like, just, like, a bunch of art kids in this studio, and it was, like, multidisciplinary, where there was, like, painters who would listen to what we were making with dancers who would move to what we were making and it was no nothing was planned uh and it started like really really sleepy and kind of atmospheric because that's sort of like low committal like nobody knows each other I I just remember one of the singers kind of seeing the people sitting and watching us like kind of checking out it was just too atmospheric and sleepy and so I heard them say a comment you know and then I was like okay fuck it and then i just like turned my distortion pedal on and then just started like really chugging (laughs) and the problem with that is it's like nine minutes of chugging once you like establish what you're gonna do and so i just uh everybody started getting really lit it was actually really fun crowd started like moshing and stuff like that and then i just kind of like looked down and my guitar was like covered in blood because like I had a silly little jazz pick, which it it just has no length on it. It's for like plucking single notes. Uh, And so my knuckle was just so close to the strings that I just opened it up and then was like, I can't stop now. We're in this now. So I just played for like 15 minutes straight, nearly the same riff uh, while people were just kind of doing wild stuff. And and then I was like, yeah, and I didn't clean the blood off. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or like weeks, I was like, yeah, it's so cool, man. <laughs> Dry blood on your guitar. <laughs> Dry blood. Super cringe. I should have just cleaned it off, but it, it, it made me feel cool, man. Hell <laughs> yeah. Like, I did that. I've I've bled like once. It hasn't been like too crazy or mm. too really noticeable at all. It it was more honestly painful. Like I've gotten like a string just kind of um 
kind of sawtooths in between like the crease in your finger oh. uh like on behind the knuckle or i don't know what that is what that, what that's like called. this part right yeah uh the so joint, had, like the, the joint the joint thank yes you. thank yes. you yeah, yeah yeah oh my gosh i think it was over like from rehearsing and then hurt rehearsing so much playing at home so much and then playing a show just like the sweat just enters the cut and you're just like in such pain it's just yeah just like the salt on a wound, literal salt on oh. a wound. and you're just trying to you're playing on top of it trying to play chords it's just like absolute mess so it wasn't like too bloody it's just yeah. actually painful yeah that sounds rough yeah. art is dedication dude the, the, <laughs> I was dedicated. The, the the pip joint is the first joint of the finger and is located <laughs> between between the first two bones of the finger the pip joint can bend and extend the finger <laughs> Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank, thank, thank you, you, Nick. Thank you. <laughs> hip joint. I maybe it's maybe time. it's the MP joint is where the bone hand bone called the metacarpal meets the finger bones called the phalanges. I don't know <laughs> enough anatomy for this. <laughs> I feel you, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you cut your MP joint, Sean. Oh hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Us, man. It is quite rough. Oh, I, I by the way, by the way, for the listeners, that was all off the dome. Yeah. Oh yeah, Nick yeah. definitely is not looking at his laptop or anything. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> we can see him. Yeah, he didn't sound like he was reading as he said it. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's just reciting from memory. <laughs> uh, Nick, you played a guitar too, right? I do. I do. Uh, yes, I play guitar. Yes. So, how long have you guys been playing for? Um, your, I guess, our instruments? instruments. Yeah. Mm. I started playing drums when I was 13 and I'm now 27, but I wouldn't say I was like playing that entire time. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. yeah, 13 is when I got a drum kit and started to kind of hit things. Nice. Yeah, I um, I think I picked up guitar when I was 10. Like I actually started learning. I remember being eight and my dad would show me chords and be like, I don't want to do this, dad. Yeah, and then uh, the same with my dad teaching me. I didn't really, like, yeah, I didn't yeah, want yeah. him to teach me, yeah, yeah. Oh then, God. then I like discovered like Green Day, and I was like, oh, but I want to learn this. And so, yeah, from ten, and now I'm I'm 26 now, so what, 16 years. Whoa, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it shows, I think, like with with you two, just for how long you've been playing like i i always feel like in slightest clue like these two are just like the best at their instrument like quite literally i remember this is my favorite my best friend just before i met sean uh uh, because i was taking guitar lessons or something like that i think i started in like grade six or grade seven so 11 or 12 years old um and then dylan my best friend showed me this video and he's like yo i met this guy sean he's way better at guitar than you watch this (laughs) before i met him and he was like he's always been able to shred since we were like 13 and i was just like yeah he's just doing pentatonic stuff i do at at all but he was still shredding like miles ahead like i've just i've never had the discipline uh of a lead guitarist because i think that kind of breed of guitar player requires a lot more discipline for just your technical ability to play lead is uh it's something else it's a different mm-hmm. beast than than rhythm oh yeah thanks man sean you a beast <laughs> thanks thanks guys oh uh- 
Do you guys have a pre or post show ritual? A and W. A and W. A and W. Pre show. It's either A and W or like pizza for me. Yeah, <laughs> it's like one of the two. Yeah, because it's, it's sometimes we have to be at the venue at an awkward time where it's like yeah. I didn't have time to eat before I got here, and like mm. we're we're on in a few hours. So like, when are we gonna eat? So we usually yeah. just getting like the like some fast food option, and often like A and W is like <laughs> nearby, so we yeah. like go, go there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, load in his dinner time. Oh, post show, I don't know about you guys. My ritual is I go home right away and I go, <laughs> yeah, I go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nick's gone. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Yeah. Your after party. Show, yeah, no, no after parties. Uh, I, I'm just like big sweat. I feel like I just jumped into a freaking lake. And so I'm just. <laughs> yeah. I'm just doing breathing techniques for the rest of the night. I'm just, just like trying to trying to cool my body temperature down quite literally. Yeah. It's just survival mode uh, when you're under those hot lights and just kind of cooking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's Honestly, not just yeah. the lights either. It's you got adrenaline. You are yeah. moving around. Mm-hmm. Also, you're singing too. So mm-hmm. I can imagine. It's very, a lot of, it's very physical. Oh, oh yeah. Gosh, yeah. It's like sweating a lot. Like usually yeah. after a show, I, all I all I want to do is sit down because I'm just like jumping <laughs> around or whatever, and my feet are just like killing me. Yeah, a lot of resting for you guys. Well, I know what yeah. you're doing tomorrow night. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, also it's like a work night, so <laughs> yeah, I got to open next day. So no oh lit. yeah. So what do you guys do besides slightest clue? Oh yeah, what do we do? I just work in a I work in a vegan restaurant. I really like my coworkers and and my boss and stuff. They always really help work around my music schedule. I've never nice. not been able to play a show or take some vacation time. So they're they're really good people. That's cool. Yeah, me I um just doing nice. school part time, and then yeah, and then I'm also in like a, another band called like Aubrey's. Mm-hmm. We yeah, called, like, yeah. like, <laughs> like, called like called like called you know Finn? I don't know how to say without sounding pompous. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need yeah. context? We need a- um, maybe for the listeners who might not know. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, well, the Aubrey's it's just a band that features Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, just casual. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so my my girlfriend and i when when stranger things 5 comes out we're going to make a five by five bingo card and play stranger things bingo so <laughs> it's like i'm gonna write down things on my tile like 11 puts her hand out and screams or like, <laughs> or like there's some there's some like love triangle between steve oh yeah John is it Jonathan? Jonathan, yeah. And yeah. Uh, what's what's Finn's sister's name in the Mike's show? Older sister, I can't remember I now. Do not remember. So long. Yeah, that so it's like good, that yeah. we're gonna play like Stranger Things bingo. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. That sounds yeah. fun. I'm looking forward to that. Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah, genuinely love that show. I've been watching it since it came out. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then. Uh, wait, sorry, Sean, I interrupted you. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That's that's all I had to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then I I work for I work for this company. I'm like I studied engineering, so I'm like doing. Dude, you got your iron ring. Uh, I missed the ceremony, so I did not <laughs> grab it. <laughs> Actually, 
Yeah, no, but it's okay. Yeah. Like you just you just say, "Hey, can I get my iron ring?" and then you oh, okay. go get it. But you're like my mom. She was like all mad at me for not getting my iron <laughs> ring. <laughs> no, I'm not mad. Has... I'm just disappointed. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real good line (laughs) that's so sick they didn't have anything for my bfa in acting (laughs) dude you did acting i did yeah (laughs) they give you trauma i think that's enough yeah yeah i'm just dramatic and vulnerable now so that's great (laughs) (laughs) wait chad what are you studying uh physics oh fun stuff yeah, yeah yeah no 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 <laughs> it's it is yeah it's it's like interesting and then there's a whole like side of it that things that you're like required to learn and then that that isn't inter- uh interesting yeah are you doing like yeah. a undergrad or master undergrad 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 right yeah. Cool. yeah 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 math it yeah. is math i just like i feel like i feel like sean you and i ha- we've kind of experienced something similar where it's like oh this would be so cool to learn about and then you go take the course and they're teaching you everything about how it works and it's like holy shit this is way more detail than i like wanted to know and I, yeah. then, you, then next thing you know you're like memorizing equations and you're like getting 30 percent on midterms and it's like oh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> but yeah it's overwhelming oh i can imagine at least yeah. it's part-time yeah do so you all have like you know other jobs um sean you're in school so you have a lot of stressors in life do you think slightest clue helps with getting rid of that stress or kind of like an outlet oh my god yeah yeah. like i so much look forward to like even just like rehearsals if we're running a set or just like jamming or whatever like that's yeah usually gets me through the day and or week. I remember like the other week, uh, we had a rehearsal scheduled and then like last minute, um, another band was in our space and ruined, <laughs> ruined my, my day, ruined my next couple days. I was like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. It, it, it had been so long since we got into the room again. Yeah. From the summer. Yeah. I feel uh, but yeah. I hear a lot of artists say that it's like uh it's like putting on your superhero suit. You get to kind of be someone else and feel yeah, yeah, just like powerful, you know, and, and you're showing off your abilities and um and you're sharing and you're being vulnerable and and then you get that bounce back, especially at a show, the reciprocation between an audience getting some joy out of what you're doing, and then it's like okay, the effort was was worth it, you know. There's some reciprocation and and yeah, that's completely the outlet it's like the only thing i look forward to you know how about you nick well you know same thing for me but i will say like there are moments where it's stressful but Mm -hmm. usually like it just it's just because like oh shit i need to like uh i need to like leave you know like i'm I'm late or something and or oh man i haven't like uh made food for the week and i'm like getting doordash for like the eighth day in a row and i like we have band practice tonight so i can't go grocery shopping those are like the only times where it's like but that's yeah. just kind of like anything, any any extracurricular that you're going to do and commit to, like the amount of time that we spend doing this, like it, it's just it comes with the territory, you know, stuff like that. So definitely. well, um, I would love to keep talking to you guys, but I feel like I've kept you for way too long. 
Oh, it's only been an, like an hour, I think, since we started. So we're good for time, yeah. I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, I appreciate yeah. you guys coming here, talking to me. It was it's a lot of fun. Thank you. Of course. Oh, it, it, thank I, you. I love doing this stuff. It's yeah, so yeah it's, it's all so fun. Yeah. Thank Enjoy you. It.